0: I am unashamed. What about you?
1: So I come in. Jace is on his computer, um, which must mean he's. Are you buying or selling, Jace? No, oh, I'm buying. The okay. market is down. Uh, it's been on a.
2: It's been on a downward spiral. So that's when you trim it up and buy your stuff. Well, what what has happened is panic and fear has seized the. Stock
0: market world
2: nice. uh-huh. would you say yeah.
0: the whole bunch have kind of a herd herd yeah mentality? it's a
2: herd mentality I mean it's not a whole lot different than when people didn't even know there was a stock market and they were herding cattle and all of a sudden they
1: began to stampede <laughs> That is gonna give the customary William Shakespeare quote that you do every time? I think
0: it was Shakespeare. It might have been somebody else. A situation becomes a crisis when cattle or women stampede. Yeah.
1: Oh, I always like to get a little misogyny in early into the podcast. Or
2: investors. You need to add a three, I added a third point. But you were you were complimenting me, so I appreciate it, that I always have a smile on
1: my face. Well, look, so so Sorry. Dad said that, so I, somebody had sent me this, Jase. This is this is quoting the great Judge Snells from uh, Caddyshack, and I thought this fits Jase perfectly. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat, but the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his pants are too tight in the seat. <laughs> Remember that from Caddyshack? No. <laughs>
2: I guess it was one of those you had to be there. (laughs) No,
0: I I
1: find the spiritual, you know, my spiritual. He was that was uh, he was christening a boat. And that's what he that was his. Well, what I was going to
2: say, though, is when you're an investor, but you have that way down the list on importance of bringing real meaning, purpose and joy to your life. It makes you a savvy investor. Cause you realize, what what you're seeing, are fear and greed just bringing forth. Because a lot of people have put all their hopes and dreams in, in money. Yep. Well, that's that's a dead end.
0: Well, the apostle Paul said the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. People exactly. who want to get rich fall into many temptations, and it's.
2: I never thought about it. People think money. Brings happiness, then they get a bunch of it. And they're actually, at the end of the day, more miserable if the priorities are not right. We've said what, this what before.
1: We know a lot of wealthy people who are very unhappy. They have a lot of mm. stuff, but they have no peace of mind. Yeah. You know? mm. Which which is what comes directly from that.
0: People who pursuit. want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap. And into many Foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith, uh oh, and pierced themselves, all they're doing, evidently, with many griefs. You, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, and love, endurance and gentleness fight the good fight of the faith take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses and our man from california will confess jesus is lord before he is baptized today so
1: I love it because everybody's like, "Who's the man from California?" It reminds I me. I just
0: threw him in because I'm talking <laughs> about people who get tangled up. I'm just telling my younger son here, and your younger brother, <laughs> don't get really. You can I, look. I don't. I mean, I, that text is enough to scare me. Kind of, yeah. Th- you know, be satisfied. What was that text? Be satisfied that, with what you. Where was that's, that? Uh, Paul to Timothy and 1 Timothy, no, it's 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy. Read
2: both Timothys and you'll find it. Uh, (laughs)
0: Yeah, 2 Timothy, it's in there.
2: there. What I was going to say is, though, I realized a long time ago, of course, it came from us coming from nothing. Phil was telling the story in the duck blind this morning. Which is the main reason we go duck hunting. You know, the camaraderie and the story. I mean, we laugh today at old Uncle si as a First about, Timothy 6. First Timothy about 6. About as hard as I've ever laughed in my life.
1: Was Cy si on a but roll? He was on a roll today, boy. Well, be, it was because he had some new audience, because Dr. Deans was there, who's Jay's buddy from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And Cy si gets a new audience. You know, she kind of goes into I have to admit, though, I mean, Cy, si,
2: he's the only man, Phil pointed this out, that I don't know why he's blowing a duck call most of the ducks at this stage of the year when you blow a duck call at them they flare yeah they run they, the other they way. they've heard this that tune before <laughs> ducks are quiet but sigh he just likes to blow and uh, he <laughs> he blew a couple times today and then we just had to hear him for 5 minutes <laughs> get air back into <laughs> his body they <laughs> would Phil, you're the one. I wouldn't have put him on the spotlight. Phil said, you keep blowing that duck call, you're going to run out of (laughs) air. But then he started laughing. Of course, he was was laughing also. But what I was going to say is Phil told a story today about when they, you had some kind of payment you had to make on your.
0: Yeah, $700 uh, bank note.
2: Yeah, so he went. But Phil was so confident. He was like telling the story. He was like, boys. I'm fixed to catch 'em. I forgot where you went to lead a bin or somewhere. I went
0: yeah. about forty miles north of here on the river. Yeah. And I had to come up with seven hundred dollars within, you know, three or four days. So I started early. I said, yeah, it may take me a while, in but case the Lord I have to was... catch enough fish that I can sell that I'll have a seven hundred dollar payment on the <laughs> banknote. I told Ms. Kay, I said, I'll pull it off. Just the Lord is with us. It was a lot of moments like that, wasn't it? Yeah, and the two guys with me, I said, you boys are fixing to see something you've never seen before. And I started throwing out these trot lines, hooks, hang down in the water like that. I was going to put it out and then bait it. But while I was putting it out, before I baited it, catfish was hitting it. And and I'd look and I said, that's a catfish. He had a bare hook. Why would he do that? There's no food on it. Then I just kept going. Well, we never left that trot line. And before it was over, the boat was like this much from sinking because of the weight. So I caught on these hooks, baiting them, 1,000 pounds of catfish. And the, my two old running buddies, who I had steered away from because they're up to no good. So when I repented, I hadn't seen them but, except this time afterwards when we were fishing. I said, I'm going to show you boys why I follow the Almighty.
1: <laughs> so when, in other words. When it was
0: all over, I said, have you ever seen anything like that? And they said, we have never seen a fish catching like that.
1: So when you read the story, throw your nets on the other side of the boat, mm-hmm. uh, you get it, right? It came to mind. <laughs> Phil
2: said, hold my tea and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, the one reason, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful when we had humble beginnings because— you know if you if you list i'll i'll do i'll do an activity that will prove my point if if you said what are ten qualities ten attributes attitudes that the top ten that if a person has they will be successful so just spit them out uh confidence uh perseverance one you know, one who has Peace of mind, peace of mind, boldness. I would say. All right, see, I'll get the point. None of this can you purchase with money. None of those quality. You you can make a list. of hundred. You cannot buy those attributes. Mm -hmm. You can't buy courage, love,
0: joy. You can't buy peace. Peace. Remember, peace of mind. I told you. But love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness self-control yeah you can't buy that not for no. sale not no. those I mean, you can by buy the way temporary the, the little pleasures. statement right after that says against such things there is no law yeah. against against these things well there's there's no law right you you can that that's a, which that's why that's the fruit of the spirit right. that you're given when you're born again
2: yeah which is pretty the cool. five five which is really a, you know, trying to please man or God. I mean, you can buy an experience with a prostitute mm-hmm. and call it love, but it's <laughs> it's not love. No. Let me know how that works out. Yeah. I mean, we're fixed to study Corinthians where they were famous for having a thousand sacred prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, priestesses they called them. <laughs> yeah. Just t- just change the name. And they also, thousands of years later, they refer to it in a lot of history books as having a problem with the Corinthian sickness.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I said just in my sermon. I said, you know, it sounds like a good idea. The American church is always trying to get more men involved. Well, the old ancient, you know, the Temple of Venus, they had plenty of men involved. Because that was their spiritual worship. It's all a great idea till you get syphilis and you die at thirty-four. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Th- then all of a sudden, my religion is not worth a whole lot. Yeah, right. So back to the point where y'all were talking about
2: the stock market. So I feel like it's a good idea to invest. It's even biblical. Matthew said that. Do something. Just don't sit in it. Sit on it. But you got to be diversified. You got to look at you're investing in companies. You can't get caught up in the the panic, fear, greed. So think long term. Be diversified. I mean, it's like when you look at today. It's a really down day. All the top com- I mean, everything. That's when you know it's probably a good time to throw a little money in there in the market. Is when you you see stuff like Amazon and Apple and. Nvidia, the you know they make chips, but all, all these kinds of companies that are they're definitely not going to go out of business. Yeah, when you see them just wholesale selling it's, well, it's I confess,
0: I confess openly that I'm not smart enough <laughs> to do that.
2: <laughs> you know, I don't really think it's based on smart. You just kind of got to get in there, and I mean, it's a game on what people think about companies, but real money's involved. And the herd, whoever's got the most money, tends to steer the herd. But every once in a while, you got to say, hey, they're driving the
1: herd off a cliff. (laughs) (laughs) Which you could pretty much say that about a lot of things culturally. I mean, you think about how many people are driven by fear and propaganda. You know, you just decide you're going to put something out there into the stream and then watch the masses. But Al, just just think about this.
0: I'm 75, just to throw this in. And at 75, I'm absolutely convinced when I was 45 or 55, I just didn't see a lot of people who were saying to me, I- I'm gonna take my own life. When I'm in my 70s, I hear that now way more often than I did 30 years ago. Mm. So I'm not quite sure what's the fuel behind a lot of individuals who said, "I don't think it's worth staying on the earth anymore. I'm just going to take my own so life."
1: It's a great observation, Dad, and I don't know what the numbers are, but they probably back up exactly what you're talking about. I've always thought it was one thing is a lack of emotional toughness, just outside of the spiritual realm. Yeah, because you're talking about generations. You you were alive right at, or you came to the earth at a time when the whole country people were gone for years. People died. Yeah, you know, people didn't come home. They had been through a depression. I mean, people were tougher. I was born
0: the the year after World War II, right? And everybody had were tired of the killing and the they they were just sick of it.
1: I wish I knew the saying. I, I just saw it the but other. That day. That whole
0: generation seemed to be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, men were men, and good godly women were women. I mean, it was just a better place. Yeah, you know, I was born in forty six. You know, just so as a young boy, you know, I'd hear about the ones that fought the Japs, you know, and I'd hear my, you know, my uncles and my dad was in World War II, and I'd hear them all expound on it, you know. But but they uh, they were one brave group of individuals, that's for sure.
1: So my point is, let's, let's take a break. Yep. So, uh, Jace, one of, your, uh, one of your heroes, what's his name, Warren Buffett? He's like the great stock market. No, most of my heroes are centered around the Bible. However, I do know who Warren, Warren Buffett Well, is. one thing I liked about Warren Buffett, Dad and I actually discovered this when we are doing some work for Clayton Holmes, was that yeah. he's really big in the housing market. I mean, Well, he-
0: I got on the – so they said, we're going to come down, pick you up in a jet. You may give a couple of speeches, you know, and we'll pay you. out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like huh? – I said, I know this is a crazy question, but who owns this outfit? Because I was thinking, this is beyond – some of them got together – And they said, Warren Buffett. I said, it's coming together. It's coming together for me now.
1: (laughs) So he's in the, my point was he's into, uh, he's into housing. And we know that it's important when you have to, when you're going to buy a home, you know, buy, you know, some large item that you're going to probably have to use credit to be able to do it. So you want your credit score to be as high as it can possibly be. And so one of our sponsors is a group called ScoreMaster. And they help raise your credit score uh, immediately. Most users add 61 points in 20 days, which saves you a lot of money uh, in the long run. So check these guys out. It only takes minutes to enroll. Visit scoremaster.com slash fill. That's scoremaster.com slash fill to get started today. My point is that hard time, there's a saying about this. I, I don't know what it is, but I have to look it up that hard times produce harder people i think tougher i think softer times if you have create a group softer. Of
0: individuals that are leading the charge and when they say we're coming to your country to deliver you from the scourge of adolf hitler and you, you look at them and you and and all their only request it's, we're not going to take over your country at all. Right. Our request is give us enough ground to bury our dead. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. You're like, these people giving their life for the cause. So here's I, here's, I, looked here's, at, I stood there on that beach over there. Yeah, we woo. saw it. Omaha Beach. I mean, I just looked at, at across there at the distance between the water where it hits the bank. And about four hundred yards at the bluff at the bottom of those bluffs, and I just thought to myself, "Man, I'm eighteen years old, and, and I'm fixing to get from right here to you. over there. If I, it, it, I said, I don't know how they had the bravery to do it. But, I hoped that all the ones with the crosses that on top, where they did bury the, are dead, and all the all the states were there, the ones that said." You know, Alabama, it's say Georgia, and it's in Michigan, and New York. That's what I'm saying, Dad. We stood the headstones. There, we I stood was there like, on
1: the beach. We got into a bus. We drove a mile up that bluff. Yeah, and there was ten thousand. That's the ones who didn't. Who never left there.
0: That's is correct.
1: I mean, and you think about why they did it.
0: I'm thinking at that time there were way more people who had their faith in Jesus because any way you look at it. Faith in Jesus was the only thing you had going for you when you're still going to start across four hundred yards of open beach and they're up on the bluff, just pouring it to you whoo
1: tough so here's the saying jays I found it it's from a It's from a novel, actually it says hard times create strong men, strong men create good times, good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. I mean, it's a lot of truth. In a that. lot of truth in that. The sort of the cycle. So my point is, I think that's what you've seen in us as a people, in less than a hundred years. In your lifetime, actually, in almost in seventy-five it. years, I you've seen that thing. cycle come through.
0: Unfortunately, I was part of that crap when I was in my twenties. But man, am I glad I got out of there. Whew. Oh man.
1: Well, I think,
2: just like we said, the pursuit of wealth as an answer to all your problems or true joy, is an illusion, so is fame. Oh, fame is a I mean, you think bummer. about Hollywood. What little we have, think it's, about it's Hollywood. a bummer. They
0: promise,
2: this is kind of a joke, but not really. I, I thought of this the other day. They promise fame, but every episode that they produce ends with the end. Get it? (laughs) Well, that was kind of fleeting, wasn't it? (laughs) So, okay, I'm on a movie. I'm on a movie, (laughs) and you're promising me two hours of fame. And guess what? The end. No truer words have ever been spoken. That's That's true. That was the end of that. You're like, yeah, but now people see me and at length, because they believe that you're now a legend. I've seen you on TV. You were on a box. Yeah. Your image. I mean,
1: it's an illusion. Just like But social... that holds true except for Marvel movies. They'll never end, I guess.
2: No, that's what they want you to believe. <laughs> well, you're slept... See, that's the sign right there that you're biting off into it. And what are all... Well, they
1: keep coming out. But, but why do the Marvel movies... They made the movies... same Spider-Man movies with
2: yeah. five but different... But why? Because they have qualities, the superheroes, that only God has. That now that is the illusion. Show me a Marvel guy who can't do something supernaturally, then you got a movie because
1: you're just getting that from the creator of the universe. That's right. Well, what was the one you left the most? The Eternals? Was it?
2: Yeah, and and Kay got me for Christmas a little mini Eternals uh, action figures.
0: Kay being your mother, <laughs> Miss Kay, my mom. <laughs> Just to
1: clarify,
2: that's some random case. Here's the present. unwrap it, and it went eternal.
1: (laughs) She said it was a gag gift. Oh, She was on a roll this year with the gag gifts. Yeah,
2: and what I was also going to say is social media, When, when you were talking about now seeing people wanting to end their life more often, now you have another illusion that gives people the illusion that people like them and they have friends and followers, but nobody's going anywhere. People are following you. Where are we going? Nowhere. You're just sitting in your house. But just think about it. It's an illusion. Oh, yeah. people are following me.
0: You are, yeah. you are. You are. What you are elaborating on is precisely why I never purchased a yeah. cell phone. <laughs> never had one. So you one. think about it. You said, I well, looked at it and I said. I don't like the. But you're right. It's an
1: illusion of community. Illusion. Well, right. It's like you have a real community, but you really don't. No,
2: because where we follow them, it's it's we're following this guy on what he's going to say next, and that's an illusion of himself. Because everybody's going to put their best foot forward. I mean, there's probably a one percent person that you're like block,
0: but most people. (laughs) So it's 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 all like that.
2: Yeah, it's just, you're just putting your best foot forward in an image. And now they're taking it, they're taking it even forward with the metaverse concept, where now they're, they're, trying to design software that you can, like, smell and taste if you lick your computer screen. Just think about this. If you lick your, you <laughs> lick your computer screen, you can they taste wonder why what the guy's cooking. <laughs> I saw and, this. When you yeah. see
0: me licking on my little black box, I call them. Yeah. At the camera. <laughs> Everybody I've asked, <laughs> amazingly, uh, I've asked the question. It's perfect for no, I've COVID, never, too. I've never had a cell phone. I said, what am I missing? Well,
2: that's one of their selling points.
0: There's a slight pause when I say, what am I missing? And, they, and there's a pause, and they say, almost to the person, you're missing nothing, Mr. Robertson, nothing. Yep. I'm like, well, why food with it?
1: Because they wouldn't get to watch Unashamed
0: podcast. Most of them say because in my line of work I have to have one. Yeah. I have to have one. I have, I have to have. And you one. know what his problem is? Lying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why are we talking about so, that? All right, so so before we get to Corinthians, Dad. So you mentioned our man from California. I'm I'm circling back. It made me think about the time you spoke at CPAC, and you you said just from out of nowhere, classic Phil. Um, you're saying who does this he he sells the audio. You're saying, who does this guy run with? I run with the father, the son, the spirit, and sampanero. <laughs> it's because Dr. Sampanero, our friend, was with us on this trip. So afterwards the internet, they were like, Well, I got the father, son, and the spirit. That's kind
2: of funny. Who is so Sampanero? He said, <laughs> I run with the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus, Lord of heaven and earth. And the spirit, the <laughs> ultimate counselor, and a good heart surgeon. <laughs> That's
1: yeah. right. But but it, so the most people were then like all, your fans, especially were like they were guessing on what it, what is a Sampanero. The most oft guess was that it was a weapon. It was some yeah. kind of Italian weapon. No, it was a yeah. heart surgeon. <laughs> but what they didn't know was actually a heart surgeon, yeah. Greg Sampanero, so I thought that was pretty funny. So anyway, I thought about that when you said Well, that.
0: we converted him and he asked to go on the trips, and I said, Yeah, come on. He did. So so, so at it was a the gem- time, I was just saying. Oh, I son- got it
1: totally. But I just I was laughing because I looked at I, the I audience. Still don't get it. And he was in the saying, audience. They were I mean, saying, Who is what is a Sampanero? Is it a weapon? Is yeah, I a don't person? get it. <laughs> well, he was there. So yeah, he was I just telling it. but uh,
0: now I've been telling him here lately. I, it's off, I'm off of San Bonero now. I'm I, I'm I say Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and Matt Dillon. That's <laughs> <Well, laughs> funny. <laughs> law I get that? and order, law and order. You you want you want you want grace and mercy, Jesus, mm-hmm. you want law and Spirit order, and Matt Dillon, Matt, Matt Dillon, Dillon. Dillon. okay? I can, respect it, can
1: that. it can relate to that. All right, let's take another break. So we just had a – we finished up our Christmas season, and uh, which is always good. Mom did her gag gifts. She was a – Jace, you got, I think, more gag gifts than anybody yeah, this year. Yeah, got she, like five. She was really into gagging on Jace with the, with the gifts. I'm such an easy target. Yeah. Well, it's because you're so strange. Um, so, But Christmas never ends for me because I've signed up with a company called Bespoke Post, and they're, they're, I love their website. It's boxofawesome.com and they send a box every month and it shows up at my house so it's like a little christmas unveiling every month you know it's like i get this box i'm not exactly sure what's going to be in it and so one of my later boxes that i that i got i think a month or two ago was the trail box and it had this knife in it which i've showed you this before i mean a really good you could gut a deer with that thing. You could clean a
0: squirrel. I hope I ride. Everybody by. needs one of those. I hope
1: oh. I ride by your house and see you gutting a deer. I live for well, that day. Well, when you do, you'll know I'm doing it with the Box of Awesome uh, knife. So to get started, you go to boxofawesome.com. dot com. You're going to take a quiz. Uh, you get, a, like I said, a new box every month. It's forty five dollars, but it has over seventy dollars worth of gear. So every time I feel like I'm, I'm saving some money boxofawesome.com you get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up use the code phil at checkout so that's boxofawesome.com use the code phil for 20% off your first box and come join me and Jason our deer skinning so our man from California is our new friend Taylor uh, that's uh, relocating from uh, blue state to red state. He's going from California to Florida, so his life's about to improve. Wow,
2: there's a lot of good hunters and God-believing people in
1: California. We we have a lot help. of fans in California, including Taylor. He was listening to us in California. We're trying in the in the states that aren't free states. We're trying to give them the message of freedom. Freedom. It's like it's like Radio America. We're sending in the good news because we got people trapped behind enemy lines. I get it. So, Dad, I thought. Taylor's going to get baptized today. So, for his benefit, but also we got a lot of people that listen that have come to the same season he has. Like they, they follow Christ, but they're ready to go all in. Yep. So, I thought maybe you give a little bit of why it's important to go all in and what that means uh, before we get into Christ.
0: After the Apostle Paul went through a long list of Jesus and brought grace to us. The law was added so that the trespass, sin, might increase. It's even worse. When, before you have a law, that's one thing. When you have a bunch of laws, there are a lot of laws. Read Leviticus and you're like, whoa. Well, all of that, where sin increased, and it did, grace increased all the more. So that just as sin reigned in death, so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. What shall we say then? Now listen to this. Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? So if God's going to save me and he's going to blot out every mistake I have ever committed, I'm going to give, him, I'm going to give the human race a gift. It's free of charge. He's going to come down in flesh, keep the law, turn around and die to get us out from under the law and under grace. You're like, that would be a great thing. I don't I'm not perfect. He knows it. He is perfect. So he's the only sacrifice that could be given. He's the only one that's perfect out of the whole thing. So the one who wrote the law, is the perfect one who came down in flesh, became a human, just like us, and kept it, turned around and died on a cross and was buried and raised from the dead. So watch. Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? Because if he's going to pay for all our sins, why don't we just live like the devil and give them to him? By no means. Uh, We died to sin. I wonder when that is. If you could ever figure out when a human being dies to sin, it's over, no more sin. We died to sin, how can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? That's when it, That's when we, we go through faith. We're uniting ourselves with Jesus. We're dying to sin because we know he died for our sin. We were therefore, look at what comes next, buried with him through baptism. You're now under the water, buried and gone. The old you is no longer into death. In order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So at one's baptism, that's when one does away with the old man in God's eyes and God says, okay, you are no more. You died with me, you're buried with me, and you're raised with me. If we've been united with him in his death, we'll certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. You're like, and that's when grace comes your way. For we know that our old self, the old me, was crucified with him, Jesus, so that the body of sin might be rendered powerless, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. So it's a death, a burial, and a resurrection through our faith in Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, That's the point in time when you're united with God forever. Your sins are gone. Physical death has been beaten for you. Constant mediating work. Jesus stayed 40 days to say, I died and I was buried and I was raised from the dead. Just like I told you, all of you. We just went through Matthew. He said it over and over and over. We get to the Corinthian letter and that's where he said, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, which you believed, received, and you have, by this gospel, you're saved. If you hold firmly to the word I preached to you, otherwise you believed in vain. What I received, he was a murderer. I passed on to you as of first importance, that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, was buried and raised from the dead, and you become part of that, literally part of it, when you through faith are baptized, thank you for your grace, Lord, Lord Jesus.
1: Yeah, and the Bible, cool. <clears throat> The Bible. There's a lot of different illustrations around a person's baptism, but one of them is the idea of being of getting married. You know, because the yep. Ephesians, he talks about the bride of Christ, and I thought it was interesting because Taylor texted me last night and said he's been. He said I'm reading some scriptures. In preparation of being baptized tomorrow, it's like a spiritual bachelor party, and I thought, man, that's pretty good because it's, yeah. this, it, without all the uh, I've called naked women, yeah. When, when it's a spiritual thing you're doing, it's this I want to prepare myself for being a having an eternal relationship as the bride of Christ. So when you're baptized, you're baptized not into a church, but the church, yep, into Christ, yep, into his body. And so wherever you land, wherever you grow, I always tell people, look, grow where you're planted, you know, whether it's Orlando, Florida, whether it's Canada, whether it's Africa, I mean, that's where God used you. But, you you know, find some community, find some people that you can build up and can build you up. So yep. anyway. Well, do I get to give my advice? Yeah.
2: Since we're in First Corinthians, I'm jumping ahead. Paul wrote in First Corinthians 1, 17, a perhaps peculiar passage. He says, For Christ did not send me to baptize. Now, granted, there were some circumstances going on where people were putting their faith in who was doing the baptizing rather than Jesus. I've run into that and resurrection, but we said it. But to preach the gospel, which we know is Jesus. Correct. Who he is, what he did not with, or what he does probably would be a better way since he is, not with words of human wisdom, which I love, because we don't have to be smarter. We don't have to present it certain ways. We don't have to come up with some kind of wisdom on our own to make Jesus and who he is and what he's done for everyone appealing. It's not The pressure's not on us. That's why I always like, even if somebody just uses the little symbols or they send people a letter and talk about who God is and what He did through Jesus, it's just as powerful. That's right. Not with words of human wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied of its power. So then my advice is going to be the next verse. For the message of the cross... Is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God." So what I was gonna say is I think the phrase getting saved or being saved is something that's used so often that people in the religious world kind of take it for granted a little bit. You know, they'll say, oh I got saved. But when you think, what what did you get saved from? What does it mean to experience salvation? And really, the only thing I could think of, or the first thing that popped in my head, was healing and safety. You you've sat, you're you're healed from your sins, and you're safe from any kind of physical because of the death of Jesus for your sins. Mm-hmm. It didn't just like heal your body from like a wound. It, it healed your soul from the guilt and shame. And then it now keeps you safe because when he was resurrected, he showed that he's imperishable. So nothing physical that it could ever happen to you, including death. Well, that's powerful. That's
1: why it said for us who are, are being Death is saved, no longer a, a problem. Yeah. What, what do you call it? Hang on. Let's take a break. So one of my favorite sponsors, I love all our sponsors, but one of my favorite ones is a group called Forty Days for Life. And Lisa and I have done a lot of work with them. Lisa's written blogs and, you know, has a great relationship with this group, but they do a lot of work on behalf of the unborn. And they have grown amazingly. They started out one little place down in College Station, Texas. Now they're in over a thousand cities in sixty five countries. I have individuals, they help women hopefully change their mind about having an abortion so wonderful group of people they've written a book called what to say when the complete new guide to discussing abortion because a lot of times people out there on the pro-life side say well you know this language they're using reproductive health all this stuff how do we argue about that how do we make our case you know other than just what we do with the bible and so we we want to be able to you know have some resources to do that and this book is fantastic what to say when the Complete New Guide to Discussing Abortion, How to Change Minds and Convert Hearts in a Brave New World. You can go to Amazon and get it, or you can go directly to 40 Days for Life. So 40daysforlife.com is where we're going to go. And I suggest you do that anyway. Check these guys out. Find out what you can do to get involved. 40daysforlife.com. What do you call it, Dad? Eternal health care?
0: Eternal health care. That's what
1: it is. Yep. Forget about Obamacare or anybody else that tries to come up with some kind of universal health care won't last. Yeah. But having said that, it's more, it's
2: way more than just getting those two things, healing and security. Because once you are being saved, which is a process that you live out and you become God's spokesman or spokeswoman, you then get to experience it. And if I could just throw in another verse to to prove that, when he said in chapter 1 and verse 9, or I can read verse 8 and 9, he will keep you strong to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has called you into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord who is faithful. So we're called into fellowship, which is an experience with not only the Jesus that saved us and healed us and gives us safety and security. And while we don't worry about the stock market, it's also a fellowship. It's an experience. So you think about, I wrote down a few things. What does the power of God? Allow me to experience. And these were just things that come off the top of my head. My origin, my perspective, my priorities, my purpose, my counsel, how to resolve conflict, my confidence, how to start over, my wisdom, clarity, courage. All these things I get to experience because the Spirit of God and who Jesus is. So if you look at the opposite, because it says, to those for the message of the cross is foolish to those who are perishing. So they look at the cross of Christ, and they see foolishness, which I thought, how is that possible? I mean, to me, it's kind of like if you went outside and stared at the sun and you said, it's not bright. Well, if you you conclude that, there's probably something wrong with your eyes. (laughs) And my point is, once you experience the foolishness, because it is foolishness, but just like it's contrary to... uh, experiencing the power of God. If you go out there and experience foolishness, and we know what this is—you know, getting drunk or chasing—you know, just a little short term. Well, that's just foolish. But if you experience that over a period of time, you will actually look at the cross of Jesus and and say, "It's foolish." Yep. So, or think, or
1: think about it in their world. You know, you're from Athens. You're a Epicurean philosopher. You're wealthy. You know, maybe you go down to Corinth just for your, you know, just for the physical part of your. Then somebody comes along and said there was a guy, an Israeli guy, that that is the son of God, and if you obey him and follow him, you'll have eternal life. I mean, even in their century, it was like, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Exactly. I mean, that's that's foolishness.
2: So I wrote down some of the qualities when you experience foolishness. This is what comes with it: bitterness, panic, blame fear, rage, confusion, doubts. And that really is... It's it's a world full of it. So, and, And what does Paul, what is he making the point here? Your view of Jesus Christ, God, the divine nature, hanging on a cross for you, you can look at your experiences and see how you view that.
0: The power of God or foolishness? And the filthy rich, the ones who really have it, a lot of money, when they read, brothers, uh, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. They weren't brains. It's, it's for everybody. Right. And the ones you say, half a bubble off, you say, you know, that guy. Uh, think about what you were. Not many of you were influential. You weren't big shots at all. Not many were of noble birth. You know, your family's wealth and they... No. This is the ragtags of society that everyone says they're not worth the death of, a, of God. But they were. God says, all of you, come together. But God chose the foolish thing of the world to shame the wise. He chose... He chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It's because of him that you're in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness. We're right before God because Jesus death on a cross and his rest. holiness and redemption; therefore, it is written, "Let him who boasts boast in the Lord," because yeah. at your dying breath, that's all you got. That's I, all. I was that's literally, all you. That's
2: all you have. I was literally fixed to read that. Were
0: you? Hey. <laughs> because
2: I thought that I'm not a very smart person. We are. We've established that, but Jesus makes me wise. I that's mean, that's what he says. I, I'm a human, just like have the same lust temptations all these things but jesus provides that character that compass point where i can look at the cross and say you know what i'm not going to do that or when i do i feel bad because i think that's why jesus died on a cross
0: i've never read writings that made sense until i read the bible i've read all the other religions and all of that i've never read anything so shocking in all my life about eternity riding on it. One person who ever lived, I still go back to, I, I just can't see how anybody would at least stop and say, we we count time by Jesus Christ. <laughs> everything before him is called everything before him, <laughs> B.C. And then there's A.D. They've tried the, the atheists and all, tried to rearrange all that but when you look at that, you say one individual and your calendar lying on your table is marked on him, on his life, his death, his burial, his resurrection. That's hard to do. Yeah, and that's. A- They're never going to count time by me or you, Al. No, let's take a break.
1: And it's interesting because one of our listeners sent me an email, Dad, and she's trying to share with a friend of hers. And this person, you know, just is not ready yet, you know, which was my response. Look, Jace is right. When the cross is not enough, it's not going to be how much you can do Because when she made the point you just made, well, we count time by Jesus. He said, yeah, but, you know, Muslims count time by the same counter we do. That doesn't prove anything to me. But he missed the point that they don't count time by Muhammad. Nope. It's, it's being counted by Jesus, was, which is her point. But I think it's a good thing for us to always realize that first chase read that started here in 17, it's never going to be human wisdom. It's never going to be marketing strategies. No. It's never going to be some slick plan. I mean, I said yesterday in my sermon that I cringe when I look back over my life as a young minister as to how much I thought it was about what I knew and how to say versus just the power of the cross. Yeah. You know, yeah. I went to more seminars and read more books about evangelism and all this stuff. And again, I was doing it with a good heart. I wanted to reach people, but I missed the point of what Paul was saying in First 1 Corinthians 117. It's not about you no. and the how good you are, how much you can do. Unless you're proclaiming Jesus and Him crucified, it's it's not going to work anyway. And look, if that's not enough for a person then they're not ready. That's
2: I think right. the subtleties in here, because most things that we try to become smart at, or especially in the education system, it's like the, the more education you have and the more letters you have behind your name, people think the smarter you are because you put all this in here.
0: Jace, I went on a seven, close to eight-year run being educated. Yeah. At a great university. How
2: was your life during that time?
0: Pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I think it worthy of note, because after all of that, I had the paper, the sheep scanned, which proved I was supposed to be pretty smart, but not true. But the what got me was, I said, did I ever, once I was converted, I said, did I ever hear any instructor at any time Just one time, mentioned the word Jesus. All that education, I got the degrees. I never heard him say a word about him. Not one word, Al. That's right. Well, you know what? If I heard him say God, it would be followed with a damn. Mm. Right. It was not. He. They never spoke of. And that's, or that's, or that's, saying
2: Jesus as a... And that's back in the ex, 60s. Ex, expletive, That's yeah. in
0: the 60s. And I thought to myself, I said, well, no wonder I ended up where I ended up. I said, I'm chasing my own tail just round and around and So
1: the perfect story that, to illustrate that, the fallacy of all that, is the guy that went hunting with y'all this morning. We call him Dr. Deans. He's from Mississippi. He, he paints houses, and he's good at it. And old... Dr. Deans, he got a credit card application in the mail. It said you could check off Mr., Mrs., or Doctor. And he said, well, you know, I've always wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) He said, doctors seem to be treated pretty well. He's probably going to have some law enforcement official Well, I'm not giving his his whole name. So so he checks off Doctor on the credit card. And when it comes in the mail, he gets it. He says, look at there, Dr. Deans. And he said what he noticed was when he used that card at a hotel, or People treat they treated him, him way better. Yeah. Oh. They treated him better. And he said, so I thought, well, I should have been a doctor a long time ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I mentioned, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many, not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. You read that, you say, what is he trying to say there? You say, this is for all the ones that you didn't think were worth saving. Exactly. He said, come on in. Bring you on in. He's almost saying when you get filthy rich or real famous, you you probably won't make the cut.
1: That's right. But from a world... Because
0: you think you can do it on your own. You don't need God. Get that Bible out of my face. From a worldly
1: perspective, it shows you that we respect all the wrong things. You know, we just think because somebody's smarter, because they're famous. And we
0: chase after the wrong things.
1: Exactly. And that's why he said, that's why God chose the lowly. That's why he chose the weak, because it shows his
0: power. Well, I'm glad he did, is all <laughs> I got it, to it
1: takes me to the end, Jay, all the way to the end of Second Corinthians, which we'll eventually get there, that he said when well, when he appealed to Jesus to take away his weakness, and he said, no, because my power is made perfect in your weakness. And yeah. and really that's what grace is Is at its core. It's something you can't earn. That's right. You can't attain it by your means, by your goodness. No. It's a gift from God. Yeah. And he said that in verse three, grace and peace. Right.
2: But I wanted to do this weird you brought that up. You didn't know I was gonna do this. But when you think about what a letter is about, I mean I have a bad habit when I do read a book other than the Bible. I like to go to the last page and just read it. Because I think If it's not that great, why would I want to read the rest of it getting up there? I mean, you think, well, well, that ruins it. But I'm like, because whatever they say at the end, they don't want you to miss. This is the moment. So I'm like, let's just cut to the chase here and save me some time. Cut to the chase, Jace. (laughs) So I did think this interesting. If you use that principle on 1st and 2nd Corinthians, this will be a good introduction to where we're going to go. In the last chapter of 1 Corinthians 16, 21, Paul says, I write this in my own hand. If anyone who does not love the Lord, a curse be on him. Come, O Lord. And by the way, that term, Lord, capitalized, referring to Jesus, is mentioned over 90 times in 1 Corinthians. Hmm. So when you think... What was one of the problems at the church of Corinth that I've never heard mentioned? They had a hard time viewing Jesus as Lord, or I don't think he would have said it over 90 times. He is Lord. Research what that means. Then he says, to your point now, the grace of the Lord, Jesus, be with you, my love to all of you in Christ Jesus. And then if you read the last verse of 2 Corinthians, which I even like a little better, one of the most controversial passages of all times, greet one another with a kiss, Second <laughs> Corinthians 13, 12. What about COVID? Uh, <laughs> all the saints send their greetings. Now listen to this. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Spirit, be with you all, which is what you said earlier, I'm riding with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So when you combine the two, what he didn't want you to miss is the grace of the Lord Jesus and the experience and fellowship. I mean, God is relational. It's not just some letter you're going to read and then try to memorize and quote where all the verses are. He's pointing you to an actual being. Granted, it's a 3 prong being, that I, it's hard to even describe, so, but it's uh, something one. you experience and have fellowship with, and the reality of that is so far beyond your education or your knowledge. This is—I have been connected to a person who's way more complicated than me, but
0: and uh, and you're in a third-world country, and an uh, uh, old woman with dirt floors. But somebody, some missionary, stumbled up and then told about it. She received Jesus as Lord, and and she's on par with all the rest of them, like this. That's Right. No one is any higher in the kingdom than she is. That's right. You say that would be a wonderful thing to accomplish to do that. That's what God accomplished through Jesus by sending him to die for us. Be buried and raised from she me. is
1: a co heir of the universe. Co heir of the universe. Right alongside a rocket scientist that accepts Christ at NASA.
0: Scratching for one meal, they'll kill a varmint man make a make some kind of dish out of him, you know, just barely making it, you say, but she has the knowledge of God in her in her heart, so it's pretty cool I tell well, you well we're out
1: of time but thanks to Jay since we read the last verses that's basically the study of 1 Corinthians we did it all in one podcast so
0: no my
2: point was <laughs> you now oh this sounds interesting now let's go back we're done from I the, hope first. You enjoyed
1: the study no I got it I got it you see it. what I mean I got yeah. it. We, we
2: did a test it always works
1: because nice it good. always
2: ends in grace and then a relational aspect right. of it
1: and it also shows you the beginning and the end is why you stay in the middle I like that so we'll start at the middle next time. Did you uh, find out
0: who old Sosthenes was?
1: We'll talk about it next time. I the
2: same thing.
1: Yeah, Next time.
2: Acts 18, maybe?
1: Next time. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube and be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, Subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com/unashamed.